Hello. Hello. Who's this? <laughs> Tina Boone. Oh, hi, Miss Tina. Hi. Who am I talking to? This is Miss Cheryl. Oh, got to hear you talking again. It's been, it's been a while, hasn't it? <laughs> yes, it has. You doing all right? Yeah, I'm fine. But all except my knees, you know. I can't walk and my knees hurt. And I'm a grouchy old woman. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, we've had like rain like five days in a row. And today was like the first day we've had some sunshine. Oh, my goodness. Well, it's been bad here, too. The weather, Mm -hmm. you know. No, no sunshine. I don't know why I'm saying that. I don't even go outside, except I did <laughs> go to the day to the doctor, but that's no fun. You sound yeah. like me. I went I went out uh, one time. I was, uh, went to the doctor. It wasn't this Monday. It was Monday before last, and yeah. I had... I, I said, well, could you give me uh, the COVID test? I said, my neighbors right across from me have COVID. And sure enough. Oh, you I tested? had it? Yes, ma'am. And oh, it's like, oh, baby, how sick were you? Oh, that's okay. And it's the You're first okay time. Now? You... I'm, st- I'm still trying to get over it. It's still a little bit stuffy, but yeah. But I, I'm, I'm scared to go to church, and I ain't been to church in forever, because some, of, a lot of our, some of our people in our church are sick too, and I, I don't want to get it again. No, you don't. No. So, I'm just been hanging it. out at home, huh? I had it once. I went back. I forget now what I was doing, but they took me to the emergency room for it. And when I started to leave, the nurse said, uh, you don't have pneumonia or the flu, but you have the COVID. And I said, no, I don't. (laughs) She said, yes, you do. Your test. You, <laughs> you, know, you sound you, that. you sound you sound like me because I just couldn't believe I thought no, I do not. I do not have COVID. That's but that's, sure enough. <laughs> crazy. <laughs> I didn't have too bad a deal with it though. But yeah, I didn't me, me. I had it. But she yeah. said Yes, you do. I told her. I said, no, I don't. She said, yes, you do. <laughs> oh, bless your heart, hon. So have you, ta- anyway, have you talked? That's been a while. Have, I've been over it a while already. Yeah. Have you talked to Miss Janice since she come home from the hospital? Yes, she's home and she said she's 
still a little weak, but she's fine. She went to the doctor today, and he checked her out and everything and said he didn't see any problems. So, oh, that's good. Yeah. Well, she had the she had COVID too, didn't she? No, she had or she had pneumonia. Oh my goodness, that's even that's worse. Yeah. That's wow. Bad. Yeah. I can't say too much about pneumonia because I only had it once that I know of, and it was years ago. And uh, it wasn't, he said it was pneumonia, but it wasn't in one, one, I don't know how to say it, but it was kind of scattered. Mm. And uh, so I was sick with that, though. I didn't eat anything for I don't know how long because yeah. when I would eat, it would just come right back up, you know? Yeah. But my uh, husband went and got my mother <laughs> and brought her over to take care of me and our four kids. So. Oh. Well, you know, I had the most wonderful mother in the whole world. Oh, bless your heart. My dad died when I was nine months old, and I had two <clears throat> brothers older than myself, and she mm-hmm. had to raise and she she had to raise us all three by herself, and she was not an educated woman, you know that she could have an office job or something. She had yeah. to just take whatever she could get. She had all kinds of jobs. Kinds oh. of but she made it, and we made it. Yes, and God, I didn't even know we was poor as church mice. I happy as I could be. Didn't have anything, but I didn't know you supposed to. <laughs> <laughs> I thought I, I had everything I was supposed to have. <laughs> yeah. How but, how young are you? How how old are you, Miss Tina? What baby? How old are you? I I'll be eighty nine February the seventh. Oh well, bless your heart. I'm Boy. old. No, but I you're don't not. Feel old. Well, that's if that's I amazing, isn't it? Wheelchair and walk, I'd be fine, even though I can't see. I'm legally blind, and in a wheelchair, and then my ears are getting bad. <laughs> I said, <laughs> "My gosh, if anything else happened to me." I might start feeling old, and I sure would hate that. <laughs> no. <laughs> is this, uh, I bet is, you think I'm awful, don't you? No, is ma'am, this, I love you. I love you, Miss Tina. 
Thank you. Is this the most precious women I hear talking? <laughs> oh, oh Miss Janice, there. I miss you so much. Oh, my goodness, I have y'all, too. You sound so wonderful, so wonderful. Mm-hmm. I'm so glad you're well, you sound good yourself, hon. I'm glad to hear you're feeling better. I am. I, I am doing good, 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 and uh, just <laughs> rejoice in the Lord, my Savior, my Healer, my Redeemer. I'll tell you, I've got so, so tender, I can't hardly talk anymore without squalling. <laughs> oh, oh bless so- your heart. I loved it. I loved it when Miss Jan texted when you were in the hospital, and she texted when she woke up. She felt like a new woman. It was like, thank you, Jesus. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. You know we you know we were all praying for you. I do. And let I was going to tell this when everybody got well. I I can repeat it. I guess I was I was so aware, you can ask Joyce, and I was so aware of God's presence while I, when I, I was in that hospital. I don't think mm-hmm. I've ever enjoyed such intimacy with the Lord as I did. And I know it was the prayers, all y'all praying for me. And I thank you so much. What a wonderful what a valuable commodity to say that somebody's praying for me. Mm-hmm. That's, that's, oh, just, it, it's wonderful, wonderful. And, and you know, I, I, I'm not real sure yet, but I think uh, all my children is going to be on the Bible study tonight. My Oklahoma, my 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 two in Louisiana. I hope they all make it, and um, and uh, just we can all have family night. <laughs> well, there's been somebody coming on while we were uh, talking, but because I kept hearing the bong. <laughs> heard that. Ace is here. Is that uh, all right? Casey? Oh, hi, Casey. Hey, how are y'all? Well, this y'all is good. (laughs) I'll tell y'all something that reminds me when you said, how y'all? When I was in Rockport, that's where I lived uh, for years and years. And these ladies were in line at the at the uh, grocery store, and I was mm-hmm. in line, and I was hearing them talk to each other, and they were tourists, you know. And uh, one of my nephews is married to a girl that has a her parents have a motel on the water. And uh, they had put out a sign that said, Happy Easter, y'all. <laughs> and these ladies thought that was the most wonderful thing in the world. 
and one of them was standing there, and we got to go get a picture of that. <laughs> and I thought that was something, something else. And this is our silent, our silent partner here. Uh, I was wondering about Dana. I hadn't talked to Dana in in weeks, no no doubt months. Is she is she in the land of the living? Okay, so we're here, Miss Janice. Oh, were you asking me, brother Gary? What'd you say, Casey? Was you asking me about her? I was asking, is she in the land of the living? I hadn't talked to Dana forever. Yes, ma'am. I just messaged her to remind her. I know they went to they went to Lake Charles earlier to look at that house. Oh, oh! Well, she might not even make it back for who knows. I hear somebody else coming in. I'm so happy that you made the made the trip. Sometimes it's a trip trying to get on this Bible study. We'll wait. We'll wait a while and see if no problem, oh mama. I hear. Huh? No problem, oh mama. I'm here. Mama. Uh-huh. Mama. Yeah. I'm here. Good. Was that was that Kent? I heard. I heard Kent. Yes. Yeah. It's Virginia. I'm here. Oh, yay, Virginia. Oh. I'm well, Sabrina. I'm here. Who? Yeah. Sabrina. Mama, this is, this is Sabrina. She's one of my friends, Mama. Oh, welcome, Sabrina. I'm Dan's friend. Thank you. Dan invited me. I am so, so glad to welcome you to this Bible study. Well, thank Everybody you so much. Remember Sabrina. Yes. Amen. Let's see. Brian and Joyce, if they're anywhere, and Barry and Marion. Brian and Joyce present. Oh, yay. All right. Uh I don't know. I hadn't. Barry was going to the doctor today. I don't know what what happened there, but uh, hopefully they'll they'll tune in. Yeah. Well, y'all, it just seems like forever since we've met. But I'm so glad. I'm so glad to to report that we're 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 doing it now. <laughs> we got it going now. Uh, and you know we finished almost finished uh, Galatians up till the last chapter, and uh, Brian read through it. I think so. We we won't talk too much about it, but I did want to talk just a little about um, that that last the sixth chapter of Galatians. I love the book of Galatians, and then we're just gonna we're just gonna jump on right over to Ephesians and just take off right where we left off there. 
and they ain't never a good place to stop in the reading of the Word of God. It just it just continues on and gets dudder and dudder. <laughs> Amen. Uh, and Gary and Brenda, I'm so happy y'all are here, my precious precious friends. Uh, all right. Amen. Good well, to hear Kent too. Yeah, yeah, yes, Kent and Pam in in Balmy, Oklahoma. <laughs> okay, well let's let's go ahead and pray, and um, we'll just we'll just get happily started. Um, dear Father in heaven, in the name of Jesus, it's so good, Lord, to be able to call on you. And uh, t- we know the way to heaven. We know that that no man can approach the throne room of God unless he comes by, by sacrifice. And we have our Lord Jesus Christ as our sacrifice. And we come in that name, Lord. We, we come asking for help tonight. Uh, Lord, knowing that you are the teacher, your word that's forever settled in heaven, it's it's only interpreted by the Spirit of God. And, Lord, we wait with, with bated ears, as it were, to hear the voice of God that brings gladness to our heart and, and prompts us to remember all these good things that you've told us. Lord, you're the teacher, and we just wait with excitement to just listen to you. What a privilege to read the the Word of God and know that the Spirit of God brings it to our heart. So just open, Lord. Would you open our spiritual ears and um, our spiritual eyes that we might see what you want us to see here in this chapter. Father, for we ask it in the name of your Son, Jesus Christ. Amen. 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 Um, let's see. I'm thinking about Ida. Is is Ida somewhere? I have a hard time getting a hold of Ida. She's she's got a a kind of different phone system, and I never can get through to her. And uh, but hopefully she'll she'll tune in here before long. Uh, Sabrina, do do you like to read? We just kind of read one verse and pass it on. Do you? Would you like to read? Uh, it, or you want to just listen? Or I'll listen for now, but I'll I'll join in and read. All right. I'll... Okay. Okay. All right. Well, we're we're in this last chapter. Of, of Galatians and it's uh, let me find my glasses here it, it's starting off you know every every line in the in the Bible is for us it's not for God it's for us and um, it tells us how to live in a way that's suitable and favorable to God and also beneficial to to your brother and sister and even to lost people. If we can learn the heavenly language, we'll be able to just just be a blessing. Just to hear your conversation is to be a blessing. And you know, um, 
words can kill or cure. And I hope that I would I would learn the words of Christ to repeat life back to others. And I, I know I'm I'm full of foolishness and all that kind of stuff. But as as I I get old, I pray that the Lord would make my words count for Him and forget all the the foolishness that I've, I've wasted a lot of times. And um, that's what this first verse here uh, is something that we we all can benefit from. Uh, let's see. Um, as we go, will y'all kind of fall in place? <laughs> I can't keep up with it. All right. Chapter Galatians 6, verse 1. Brethren, if a man be overtaken in a fault... Ye which are spiritual, restore such a one in the spirit of meekness, considering thyself, lest thou also be tempted. If Miss Ida is not here, I'm going to read. Go right ahead. Okay. Bear ye one another's burdens, and so fulfill the law of Christ. For if a man think himself to be something... When he is nothing, he deceiveth himself. Amen. But let every man prove his own work, and then shall he have rejoicing in himself alone and not in another. Is that for everyone? Yes, ma'am. Oh, For every yeah. man shall bear his own burden. Go ahead. We will reap what we sow. Let him is let him that is taught in the world communicate unto him that reacheth in all good things. Is it me, Miss Janice? Oh, I don't know. Has has everybody read that? Has Jan read? I read right after you, Mama. Oh, okay. And then who read next? Miss Cheryl. Okay, and then Kathy. I, I read. This is. The... Okay. Oh, Sabrina... Is it just us men? Oh, I think I think so. Did Sabrina read? I read six. Yes, ma'am. Okay. okay. Seven. Is be not deceived, God is not mocked, for whatsoever a man soweth, that shall he also reap. For he soweth to his flesh, for he that soweth to his flesh shall of the flesh reap corruption, but he that soweth to the Spirit shall of the Spirit reap life everlasting. Hallelujah. 
uh, Kent, would would you or Pam like to join in reading? Hello, Kent. <laughs> Kent. Hello, Kent. Mac, can you hear me? Can you hear oh, me? Okay. Kent, do you want to read? He must be having some kind of trouble. Okay. Uh, don't, uh, don't go ahead. I don't know how to figure this out. Okay, in Virginia, did you read, baby? I think I read number five, Miss Janice. Okay. Okay. I don't know who All I was right. after, though. We'll get it straightened out in a little bit, y'all. Okay. Um, all right. Now that we have read down to... Um, Verse 9, right? Yes, ma'am. Okay. Let's go back and see what we've, we've read about. Uh, that, that first verse, y'all, this is, this is such a, a good um, instructional uh, bit of information. It said, now we're talking about Christian people because it says brethren, if a man is overtaken in a fault, in other words, if he has sinned, he's in the church, and if he has sinned, try to restore that person. You know, everybody is tempted uh, in different ways. What I might be tempted to, um, uh, <laughs> this is far out, but I might be tempted to steal just a little bit and this person that has no temptation at all to steal may think, well, what in this world would you get caught up in stealing for? And, you know, and just really um, choose somebody out because that's not a weak point in your life. Every one of us the has a, a foothold and knows which way we can be tempted. So don't ever think it's strange that somebody does something that you're not tempted with, but always in a spirit of love, go to that person, if if you possibly can, and try to restore them. And you know, it's, it's really important in a church setting that the people don't just, you know, and here's this feller that's caught in adultery. Oh, my goodness, well, I would never do that. Yeah, but look what else you might do. And and don't say that you wouldn't because everybody it has that temptation. So here's the thing. If we're to be like Christ, we're to go to that person and attempt to, to see if you can restore them to the point of making them see and then see what the the remedy is if they confess their sins, that God is faithful to forgive them their sins. And above all, y'all, 
love them. You've got to. You can't. You cannot hold. Um, like huh, I'd never do that. Love them unless, as it says here, considering thyself, lest thou also be tempted. Well, you say, well, I would never be tempted. Yes, you would, because the Bible says that everyone has an Achilles heel. The devil knows just what which it is that he can attack you. So go to that, that person. And I know that it's always um, a touchy situation. You think, oh, my goodness. I, they're going to think that I'm Miss Goody Two-Shoes. and But but don't let the devil play that tune because you just remember that God told you to go and try to talk that person back to, to confessing his sin and being restored because Christ wants to restore that erring one. You know why we're called sheep? It's because we're stupid. We have no. We have to have a shepherd. We cannot. It's not within man to direct his own way. We're like a bunch of sheep that all we're looking for is a, the next mouthful, and we may need it over there in that dark corner, or we might need it on that sharp precipice of a, a, a of a, a mountain or something, and just fall off. We're all vulnerable, y'all. And, uh, I'm, I'm almost 86. I'm vulnerable. I've got life in me. I'm vulnerable. And you, it may be in ways you never even think that I would be. But everybody needs someone to love them and try to bring them back into the sheepfold. And uh, verse 2 said, we're duty-bound to bear one of those burdens. How? That's the law of Christ. Christ was our burden-bearer, and that's, that's, uh, that's what we are now. And, you know, when it's not like, well, poor old stupid thing, I would never do that. But that is to break our heart and even with tears say, I'm so sorry that you fell into that snare. And and in some way, get up under that burden and help because he already feels terrible. Get under the burden and help, help bear that burden along with a solution, uh, you know, and never condemnation, never condemnation, just forgiveness is... And you say, well, he just keeps doing that. Well, that's that's. Um, <laughs> <laughs> that's um, the way we are. I'm sorry. So in verse three, just puts you in the place where you you're supposed to be, because we're nothing. And if we think we are, just as it says in another place, take heed lest ye be tempted. Um, in verse 6 there, um, you know that's why 
and and if I was to say, and I've said it, I've said it at least one other time. Y'all, we need to read our Bible all the time. We need to settle it in our heart at some time that we're going to read our Bible every day. And verse 6 says there, he that's taught in the word, communicate or give or share with somebody else. I was telling Brother Gary, I believe it was, that reading the Bible, I'm uh, in, in Isaiah, and I think starting from about the 40th chapter, it is so rich talking. It's God himself talking. It's not somebody else talking. It's God himself telling how great he is and what he has done and showing his great love like uh, chapter 40, 41, 42, 43, I, I think even to 44, 45. If you will read that extra reading, you'll be able to tell somebody a good thing and and not waste your time talking about things that that have no eternal value. If you will, you know, get it settled in your heart, I promise you the Holy Ghost of God will bring it to your mind and you'll say, uh, you know what I read today. <laughs> and you're just going to be a blessing about that time. And the verse 7 said, don't be tricked. Don't be tricked. Um, don't, 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 just don't be. You know, um <laughs> The the law of the harvest, what is it? Ever what song is going to come up? And uh, this is, this, that uh, verse 7 there is talking about, it's the same, a spiritual and physical law. It's, that's what it is. It's a law. It can't be changed. Just like gravity. If I drop something off of a table, it's always going to fall. We know that. We see the physical results. But you know there is a spiritual law that's just as sure and steadfast as this physical law that you can see with your your mind. You do something wrong spiritually, you are going to reap. You are. I promise you, uh, that bean may not come up tomorrow, but that bean is going to come up if it gets, you know, what it needs. It's going to sprout, come up. Even more so is that spiritual thing that that you maybe thought nobody didn't know a thing about it. It's going to spring forth and bear spiritual results somehow or other. The law is the same. It's a law that cannot be changed just like the, uh, the physical law. So you may think you get back, but you won't. Mm -mm. It, it's it, because God said it. You think, well, I knocked that off the table. Maybe this time it won't hit the floor. Uh, duh. Yeah, it's going to hit the floor. And so is your spiritual uh, things that that you reap. But you know what's good is the you reap these spiritual things 
And I said this myself, y'all. I, I think, well, Lord, I thought you told me to do that, and I I didn't see I didn't see any result. I thought, boy, it was going to just turn out so good, and I was going to see this and that, and they're going to be happy, and I'm going to be happy. It don't always work like that because it's a spiritual law, which in the long run, the long term is that I had rather God bless me with something I didn't even know of than to have a planned blessing like, um, oh, well, I thought he was going to smile at me or I thought she was going to offer me some money. No, it's not like that. It's You're going to get your, your reward spiritually a whole lot more valuable than these things that we can see and feel and touch. And um, just 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 put that one in your book. I don't care. I don't care what it is. You go into reap a harvest with actions. You're going to reap a harvest with a mental attitude also. Ever what you think about is going to, to reap a, a harvest. If, if, if it's good thoughts, heavenly thoughts, it's good. But if it, you got your mind in the gutter or the worldly stuff, it's going to reap that same thing. That's that's where it's all going to end up. Because um, it said there in verse verse 8, it, it explains it all. Okay, somebody might have something they want to say about all this that we, I've yapped about. Something that happened to you maybe sometime that that you've seen these laws working. We'll be thinking about it, and we'll go on. Verse 9 says, And let us not be weary in well-doing, for in due season we shall reap if we faint not. Is 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 it? Who who reads after me? <clears throat> it's mine. As we have therefore opportunity, let us do good unto all men, especially unto them who are of the household of faith. Ye see how large a letter I have written unto you with mine own hand. As many as desire to make a fair shoe in the flesh, they constrain you to be circumcised, only lest they should suffer persecution for the cross of Christ. I don't know if I'm next, am I? Thirteen. For neither they themselves who are circumcised keep the law, but desire to have you circumcised, that they may glory in your flesh. But God forbid that I should glory, save in the cross of our Lord Jesus Christ, by whom the world is crucified unto me, and I unto the world. For in Christ Jesus, neither circumcision availeth anything, nor uncircumcision, but a new creature. 
And as many as walk according to this rule, peace be on them, and mercy, and upon the Israel God. Did everybody get to read? Yes, ma'am. Oh, uh, okay. Uh, uh, let's see. Uh, we talked about this. Uh, don't, don't, don't be discouraged. Don't think I haven't seen enough uh, buck for my. My my doc my my uh, how do you say that I haven't seen enough results for all this that I've paid, and but it says don't be worried. You know if you never see any um, results of of just keep on anyway because it's the right thing to do D- to do good and withhold not your hand when it's in your power to to do a good deed. Just do it. I know uh, Brian says this, and physically it's right that no good deed goes unpunished, but no good deed goes God's blessing also. are discussing offers. I only have two at this time. Kent, are you there? Can you hear me? I could hear you. Can you hear me? Yes, ma'am. Okay. I had asked you if you wanted to read. Can you can you hear me talking right now? I can now. Uh, yeah, but I don't know how to work this thing. So y'all keep a, keep going. Okay, well we'll we'll get it straightened out after a while. Oh. I'm gonna say I'll text you, Kent. Okay. Okay. <laughs> and, and then y'all, y'all, this is just this is just the marks of a Christian. You know, Christ went about doing good. That's um, that was his. Um, persona if you please he that he just did good because he was good and that verse 10 said Let, let's do that let's let's act like Christ and do good and then it says especially to the household of faith or, or in other words to your brothers and sisters in the church it said especially to them and you think well uh, you know why not do it to the world? Of course, we're supposed to do it everywhere the need is, but uh, especially the household of faith, because you know, uh, I think the world looks on. Who has heard of a squabbling church? And what a ugly uh, reputation! I, I I I don't hear it much anymore. We've got a blessed church. <laughs> we don't have that problem, but. That is the ugliest thing of a church squabbling and the members fighting, uh, you know, and, and mad at each other and, uh, of course, a split result. But 
Now, I just think that's that's uh, they'll know we're Christians by our love, and when uh, when you can, it's it's so. I appreciated uh, Brother Gary and and Miss Brenda come in seeing me in the hospital. I didn't I didn't want them to, but they did anyway. And uh, but and of course that's that's uh, that's I, I'm not saying I wish more people because I don't I I do not. But that was just uh, as I'm sure they would say that was just they they wanted to because they love me, but. Um, it, it was a good deed, and uh, those doctors and, and nurses, they saw a love there with, with you know, amongst the brethren. Of course, I always told them that was, that was my church family, you know. But uh, we have a good report when we are good to, to, um, to the member of the household of faith. And then we get to this this thing about oh why is he writing this large letter and I'm not I'm not even gonna put my speculation there because nobody knows that uh, what he's talking about it's just that he did write this letter and we're glad about it in um, uh, in verse twelve there he said that um, they uh, that you know this is Poor Galatians, they're troubled with these Judaizers wanting them to come in and follow the law. You've got to be circumcised or you've got to be baptized or you've got to wear this or don't wear that. And all these things that's apart from grace, a, a just an add-on, a tact, tacky thing to add on to the work of grace. Um that's that's as it said here. Uh, they they have their they get their reward somehow. They feel good about verse thirteen. They feel good about it, and they they uh, you know they've took away from grace, but they've uh, they've added to and to their detriment. Uh, but Paul, here's the thing. Paul says in these things, but here's the thing right here. Just stamp this is what it's all about. He said, if, and, and how many times I say, and, um, and, and I want to say it even more. Y'all heard this so many times, what Paul said. I don't want to talk about anything except the cross of our Lord Jesus Christ. Uh, first off, the reason I want to talk about it is because that's that's the only power we got. You can preach good sermons about the life of of, of the apostles and and uh, tell all kind of good tales about the Bible, and that's all good. But I, you haven't preached the gospel until you've told the death, burial, and resurrection of Jesus Christ. Don't say it's a gospel message, because it's not. And if you stand before anybody and you bring, I don't care if it's a devotion or if it's a, if it's a, you're going to read a poem or whatever, it's, it's useless as far as affecting people's heart unless you tell the wonderful works of Christ. You've you've got to 
train yourself because the devil don't want that message. And I hear so many good things, but they left out the gospel. So it's null and void as far as going into somebody's heart because there's nothing that will touch a um, a person, a saved or a lost person, that, that like the the death, burial, and resurrection of Christ, which carries with it the love of God, that that unspeakable gift of salvation. You've got to tell it. And there again. You say, people will get tired of hearing, uh-uh. no, it won't. They won't never, ever, it'll never grow old. And try to, try, I don't care what it is you teach in Sunday school. You find, as you're studying your lesson, you find a place to put in there the death, the burial, and resurrection of Christ. Even if you have to give a personal testimony, get it in there. Get it in there because... That's what that's what gets the job done, and you know anything that comes from your heart goes to other people's heart. If it's off of your head, it's a dry and a dead. But if it's come out of your heart, it will go to their heart. That's where the business end is of salvation is in the heart and in in the the mind. You know? Um, let's see, I'm getting a call here. Can I call you later? All right. Um, all right. And so that's what Paul said. I'm crucified to the world, the world unto me. And uh, it, it just kept, uh, it, uh, it uh, just ends it up there in 15. He said, uh, forget about anything, a new creature. A new creation is the most important thing. Forget about these rules and regulations because that's, um, that, that is nothing. But the gospel will bring about a new creature, a new creation, as that word says there. Uh, you know, I studied just a little bit in Ephesians, but I think we're we're gonna finish this out. But I I I, uh, I I think we we will after this we'll we'll stop there, and so we can get into Ephesians because it it changes the subject, and um, it's Ephesians. You know, like I always say, it's one of my favorite books. Uh, <laughs> Um, okay, uh, verse. I just finished this this last thing. Verse sixteen says, "And as many as walk according to this rule, what rule? We've got a, a rule right here. Let's look back and see what that rule is. He has instructed us." Of, of all these things he's been talking about, especially about preaching the gospel. As many as walk according to this rule, peace be on them and mercy and upon the Israel of God. Paul says, from henceforth let no man trouble me, for I bear in my body 
the marks of the Lord Jesus. Brethren, the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ be with your spirit. What's Kent's doing there? But um, Mom, that was Richard. I'm sorry, I had it muted. Oh, oh, okay. It sounded like Kent. I thought he was still talking about. Um, how many marks do you think was on on uh, the Apostle Paul's body? Thirty-nine for sure. <laughs> uh, well, and he said three times, so three times thirty-nine. You reckon that left a little, a little strip yeah. on him? And you, you remember they stoned him one time. If he got and, uh, whipped with the same whip Jesus did, he had. A lot more than 39. Yeah. Right. Three. Remember what the, how they said those whips were made on the end with those things that just cut your flesh? Yes. Yes. Pull It would pull meat off. That hook would pull the meat off. So if he got Not beat... Like with the same whip, kind of whips that Jesus got beat with, he was tore up. Yeah, I, yeah, I don't, I don't know. Who knows? Uh, it, it was bad, though. I'm sure. Uh, you know, to this day in that country, they use what they call caning. And that's just beating them with rods. I don't know if they've got hooks on them, but hey, that was smart. <laughs> just think about it. And I can think of another mark that uh, Apostle Paul had. Remember that snake bit him? You reckon that yeah. left the scar? Yeah, yeah. It's waterlogged and goodness. He bore in his body the marks of the Lord Jesus. So if we've got, you know, somebody might talk ugly about you, and it may hurt your feelings, uh, but if you handle it right, if you respond correctly to it, maybe you could count that as a little scar and just go, go head on and be faithful. But I'm sorry, I don't have I don't have any I don't bear in my body the marks of the Lord Jesus. But I hope I hope I hope I would if it comes to that point, don't y'all? Yeah. Amen. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, Anybody got a comment now uh, about or question or anything? I have a question. (laughs) Back when you were reading just now and it said the Israel of Jesus, I mean, yeah, 
What does that mean? Uh, I think he was including the the Judaizers that happened to be in that in that crowd, you know, because um, you know Israel is so prominent in the Bible because you know it all started with them and. It looks like it's going to end with them in the millennial reign. So he just calls, uh, he just calls that uh, to mind, Tina. I don't know, I don't know if there's any other significance to the Israel of God. Um, I guess we're the new, we're spiritually, we're the new Israel. You might say spiritually. So it means like a lot of people, is that right? Uh, yeah, all, all the the blood bought Christians. Uh, not not to now. This is just spiritually speaking, because God still has a physical Israel too. It's going to turn to Him, uh, you know, at the end time. Yes. And, and, They'll be born again then. The, uh, Go ahead. The, the Amplified Bible says, and upon the true Israel of God, the Jewish believers. So I guess yeah. he was trying to be inclusive, like Mama was saying, with the, the, the people that uh, not not only to the to the Galatians, he wanted to tell the Galatians that, yeah, for y'all, but also for the any, any Jews that are are tr- true believers. Yeah. True, true. Right. That he preaching mainly there to the Gentiles, but but he he included that one. You remember he prayed and said, "Lord, that was his prayer." That he said, "I could wish myself accursed." for Israel to be saved. So he always had Israel on his mind. Yeah, amen. Well, I have another question. Yes, ma'am. If when it was telling you to confess your sins one to another, you know? Uh Uh-huh. Does that mean... You can confess that you have sinned and you want them to pray for you and stuff, or does that mean you have to tell the specific sin and tell what you did, or do do you just tell them that you sinned, or do you have to spell it out, so to speak? Well, the word itself, it, it says if we confess our sins, he's faithful and just to forgive us, you know, First John 1, 9. And that word itself means name the sin. Now, when he's talking about confess your faults one to another that you might be healed, I, 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 don't, I, don't, I don't know about that, that word. I don't know what that, the word means. But if 
if you feel like you have to, but you know, if just to admit, look, I'm, I've, I've sinned. I, I'm sorry about this. I did wrong. Um, I think that that covers it right there, don't you? Well, it seems to me like it would because you've already, or I would believe that you've already confessed your sin to Jesus. Yes. And he forgives you and forgets it as far as the east is from the west. So... Uh, Why should should you have to name, like I said, spell it out to whoever you're confessing to? Right. Already confessed it to God, you know? I think that's, in fact, it may... It may injure even worse. Suffice it to say that I was wrong. I've sinned, and uh, just leave it there. I think, you know. But I do know when you're confessing to God, you have to name it. You call yeah. it by its. Well, you might as well, because He knows it already anyway. But He exactly. wants us to confess it. You know, name it. To him, but that's why I don't see a necessity <laughs> to spell it out to whoever I'm telling that I sin. Yeah. Except to God, you know. Uh-huh. Am I wrong or am I right or what? Well, I think <clears throat> I think what it's saying is uh, if you. They're not. You're not telling them to. You're seeing to, to to get their forgiveness. It's so that they will. They will. They can pray for you to to help you out of that sin. They're. They're. You know. Of course, you're not confessing it to. You know, asking their forgiveness because you don't have to forgive. Nobody can forgive sin except God. But right. by 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 uh, acknowledging our sins one to another. That gives them something to pray for, and and likewise, whenever they acknowledge their sin to us, we can pray for them. Yeah. Well, Amen. the Bible says we've all sinned. If we say we have not sinned, we're lying. That's right. That's so right. We can all pray for one another without even... Anybody confessing that they did something wrong, you know? You know, the Bible says, He that covereth his sins, uh, it shall not be forgiven. But whoso forsaketh and and confesseth his sin is the one that's going to be forgiven. Right. But covering your sin ain't no good. Well... I don't know how anybody would think they could cover their sin from so that Jesus, God, couldn't see it anyway, because he knows it already. Oh, and really? And he wants us to confess it to him anyway. Right. Absolutely. 
Uh, I'm so glad we've got our our uh, our Tennessee ladies and Sabrina. I'm I'm just real tickled that you're with us. I hope you'll come back. Yes, ma'am. Thank you for having me. I've enjoyed it so very much. Uh, <coughs> anybody else got anything to say? Shut up, Tini. <laughs> no, I'm glad you said that. That's good. Thank you. Thank you so much. Oh, yeah. All right. Well, uh, and uh, I hope we can get Kent back on there uh, next time. And and Mama, get, uh, I'll, he's, get, he's here. He's here, Mama. Oh, right now. Uh-huh. Yes, ma'am. Good. All right, Kent and Pam, I hope to see y'all next week, Lord willing. Can y'all hear me? Yeah, I can hear yeah. you, Brian. I can hear you, Brian. <laughs> <laughs> I was wondering. I just got a, I just got a different on that, on that seven. Uh, you see a large letter I've written up to you in my own hand? I wonder if he's. I wonder. Uh, <laughs> uh, I wonder if he's using all caps right there. You know how we, how we, we, we want when we want to un- make sure sure somebody understands something in an email or a text or or realizes how uh, make them realize how adamant we are about a particular subject. We put it in all mm-hmm. caps like we're like we're screaming at them. I wonder if that might be what he's talking about there. There's, I, I didn't talk about it because we've, <laughs> that's the age old question. Is it, is it his eyesight was bad or if he had a long letter? Uh, and I just, I, I just know, I've heard, I, I, I just wondered, I wonder if he's, he just, he's writing in all caps to make sure that it's underlined, you know, it's, it's uh, emphasized. Okay, yeah. these next these next few things that I'm talking to y'all about, that's what I really want y'all to understand. It could be. If they yeah, even yeah. had civilization in lowercase back in those days. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> okay, well, uh, Virginia, I'm glad you're here, and Cheryl and Kathy and Jan and and uh, Barry never did check in if he's here, but uh, Brenda and Gary, Joyce and Brian. It's always a pleasure, always a pleasure Miss Janice. Yeah. Good, good, good. Uh, all right. Well, who's going to pray for us? Who's going to dismiss us here tonight? Just anybody. You, you ladies, you men, just anybody. Just. Dismiss us. I nominate Brian. <laughs> okay, Brian, go ahead. Lord, we come to you again in the name of Jesus, thanking you, Lord, for your many mercies and blessings on us and your greatness. Lord, you're you're worthy of all praise, honor, and glory. No one else is, Lord. And Father, I pray that we remember that every day and give you that praise. Lord, we thank you for Jesus. Thank you for the word that we've read tonight, Lord. I pray that we can be the, the servants for you that we need to be, Lord, and then 
go about doing the good like 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 you did on earth here, Lord, like your your son did on earth. Lord, I pray that you just let us be the, the Christians to each other we need to be and be witnessing for you wherever we go. Thank you again for the reading of the word, Lord. I pray that you bless each, each one of us. Be God direct, Lord. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. 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 Bye, all of y'all. Amen. Good night, y'all. Bye. Love y'all. Bye. 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 See you next week, Lord. Bye. Bye.